Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today at Word of Life. We know summer is busy with traveling and all things fun, but we have good news for you. You can stay in church even while on vacation through our online campus. You can watch live on Sundays at 10 and 1130 and get fed throughout the week with inspiring articles, message series, and so much more at thelifeonline.cc. Thank you for listening and enjoy the message. You know, I just sense so big in my heart, uh, you know, when I gave my life to Christ um, with rededication, it really was a turning point. Um, And there was no going back. Like ever since that day at 17, I've never gone back. I've never gone back to the world. There was like a, a line of demarcation where I was free. Not perfect, but free. And all throughout scripture, we see examples where God would set people free, but then they would find themselves going back. Lot's wife looking back. The children of Israel looking to go back. And I just sense that tonight, it's just a night of like freedom where there's just no going back. Like this is a a night of demarcation. Uh, for, for so many of you where it's just, I'm not going back to the way it was before. Like the chains that have been on me and the things that have held me into a season of life, they are falling beneath your feet through the power of the Lord Jesus in the name of Jesus. Amen. How many of you know whom the sun sets free is free indeed? That the anointing of God can destroy the yoke, no matter what the yoke may be, no matter how strong the sin may have been in the past, how much the addiction had a hold on you, the anointing can destroy the yoke, no matter what the yoke may be. Our God is greater. He is holy. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. Uh, we're going to worship a lot more. How many of you would be okay with that? Just, <laughs> I figured you would be. Um, but let's, let's have a moment where we just uh, go before the Lord and his word. And we can pray. Father, we, we love you. We honor you. We welcome your Holy Spirit. Um, well, he's already been welcomed into this place. But we just welcome him to have even more control. And Father, I know that through all of these things, our worship and our song and our music and this prayer and whatever we share, that Father, all of those things are just avenues for you to speak to your people. And Father, I thank you that through your Holy Spirit and by your Holy Spirit, every person who is hungry and every person who thirsts gets exactly what they need tonight no matter what that may be, by the power of your Spirit. We love you, Lord, and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated tonight. We can keep the lights like this just to kind of keep a a mode of worship. And you can feel free to play behind me as well. Uh, That doesn't hurt me. Uh, But if your fingers get tired, feel free, okay? 
Amen. Uh, open up your Bibles, if you have them tonight. Uh, it'll be on the screens too, to the book of Acts. We're going to look at Acts chapter 2. I want to say hello to everyone outside the room, to everyone listening to podcasts. Uh, can we give it up for everyone like outside of this space? Like we have so many people. We have thousands of downloads every week of people who listen to the podcast. And I never say that to uh, brag or boast, but to just simply say, we know you're out there wherever you are. We know you're out there and we wish you uh, just a time in God's presence as we are having one here this revival night. I've been praying um, in the month of October to maybe have three nights in a row of revival night. Uh, and to bring in some people who know the Holy Ghost. Um, and um, I don't know, just maybe shake it up a little bit. If we do that, uh, I'll bring back up. I'll bring help. Uh, and um, uh, we'll, we'll have a lot of fun. But I, I've sensed like, I don't know, let's just, let's go for it. Um, uh, and go with the Lord. And I'm just so thankful. I'm so filled with gratitude for what God is doing in our church. Uh, you know, there's so much that you, you don't see and know, and so many people uh, that help all of this go on, from our amazing serve team uh, to all the people who watch our children. Uh, but then, even beyond that, there's so many people who don't get noticed or seen, and that's unfortunate. Um, you know, people who clean and people who organize and... Uh, scrape gum off things. <laughs> All of these types of things. But uh, especially tonight, uh, Zach here, I just want to say, for those of you who don't know, he has helped me tremendously. Um, he has a gift and an anointing on his life for administration and organization, which you can imagine now with having three campuses with a fourth on the way and an online campus, that's our biggest campus, and all of these things, that you need a little bit of organization and help with those things. And I just am so thankful for the gift uh, God has given our church and me and you. I'm so pleased with you, and I just give God thanks um, for that. And um, there's so many, so many uh, that make all of this go on. And I believe with every fiber of my being, we're just getting started in what God has called Word of Life to do in the earth, what he's called it to be. And I'm so thankful for the people uh, that God has brought along on this journey. Uh, he's equipped us with some amazing staff. Everyone knows what's going on in Jackson with uh, the water crisis. And uh, Mr. Robert Berry, uh, who will be our campus pastor at Poindexter, but who is just literally going, like embracing the value of going, um, equipping the outreach arm of our church to just distribute water. We have partnered up with an apartment complex uh, that um, we've been ministering to for quite some bit. We're their adopter now. Is this correct? Yes. We're their adopter and has many elderly residents who are on oxygen and dialysis, which you need water for. And so we have been able to equip them with that. And we do so much. And that's one of the things I must simply do a better job at showing you of what we're doing locally and internationally. 
Um, but all the things that we're doing locally go through this man uh, and his amazing team. And uh, I'm just so thankful. I could go one by one of all the people I'm just thankful for. Uh, but uh, let's, let's just stop or else I'll get emotional and, and weepy and thankful. And then we'll just, you know, oh, never continue into other things. Um, but let's look here in Acts chapter 2. And we'll look here in verse number 14. But Peter, taking his stand with the eleven, raised his voice and declared to them, Men of Judea and all you who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and give heed to my words. For these people are not drunk as you suppose, for it is only the third hour of the day. But this was that which was spoken through the prophet Joel. And it shall be in the last days, God says, that I will pour out my spirit on all mankind. I want to call your attention to something that I, I've never noticed before until recently, and I just can't get away from it, and I want to talk about it tonight, and that is verse 16. But this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. This is that. This is that. This, this amazing move of God, God pouring out his spirit upon all flesh, the rushing mighty wind, this, like 3,000 people being one to the church, uh, every nation and every tribe having God minister to them. This is that. Well, what is that? A man by the name of Joel getting in the spirit and speaking out and praying out what the spirit is putting on his heart. This is that. And if that didn't happen, this would not be happening because this is not just happening. This is that. And if we want some of this, God moving in our lives and doing big things, how many of you want to see God do some big things? Amen. In our country, in our churches, healings, miracles, right? I want to see some of this. Uh, like, I, I want to see God, like, coming through and, like, paying churches off. Not just, like, our church, but, like, every church. Like, people raised up in a kingly anointing to just take territory for God's kingdom. Like, I want to see some of this. Uh, like, I, I want to see our children, like, in the book of Acts, having dreams and visions from the Holy Spirit. I want to see them rise up with the spirit of prophecy. I want to see them, like, take over their high schools and, like, be aflame with the spirit of God and not be ashamed of what Jesus Jesus is doing in their life and the Holy Spirit is speaking to them in the night watches like I want some of this uh, like I, I want some of this where we just see God's glory roll in where the priest can't even stand to minister because the glory of God is so thick in the house like I want some of this I want nations saved I, I want people born again like in mass like in the book of Acts so mightily is growing the word and prevailing I want some of this like give it to me God I I want some of this and I know in your life like there's things that you want some of you want to see your children set free right like you you want to see God's favor be on you like it was on Joseph and just bless your businesses and bless your your households to expand God's kingdom you want you want some of this 
Um, but here's the thing with all of this. You can't have this without that because this is that which was spoken by someone who got in the spirit. Uh, that long before there was this, there was that. Uh, long before anyone could see any of this, there was that which was spoken. Uh, there was a man who pressed into God and got before the Lord and heard what the Spirit was saying and spoke it out of his mouth. And because that happened, this was happening. And one thing that we know about prayer is like God has to have this voice that goes before him. If you've ever read the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you'll see statements like, and all of this happened because it was spoken by the prophet Isaiah and it would go on to say what he said. And it's like, you're seeing like Jesus be born by a virgin in a manger, uh, you know, in Bethlehem, like all of these kinds of things, uh, like supernatural things happening in the earth because somebody got in the spirit and spoke those things out. So you could not separate the miracle from the prayer. Uh, you could not separate the work from the voice. That God was working with them, confirming the words with sign following. And if there were no words, there could be no work. Come on, somebody. If there were no words, there could be no work. That for God to work, God works through man's words. And if you want to see God work, God needs to hear some of your words. If you want to see God work on your family, you've got to have some of your words over your family. If you want to see God work in the lives of your children, you have to have words over the lives of your children. If you want to see God work in the church, work in the business, work in the nation, work in the city, you, you have to have words spoken over those things. And, and here, like all the time, we see it play out before our eyes that both God and, and, and the enemy are competing for our mouths. And we look at things that are happening in our world, in our cities, in our families, and it is because we have given place to the wrong thing. We're having this because we had a lot of cursing instead of blessing. Come on, somebody. Like, we're, we're having this because something else got a hold of our mouths. But if we can change that, we can change this because this, it is that. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm going to preach it like I feel it tonight if you'll help me in this moment. Like, if we are going to see God move in our life like this is that, we've got to have some people who get up and speak out by the Spirit of God, get up and speak out what they're hearing God say over things and, and raise up and be men and women of the Spirit and have those living waters come out of their mouth. Uh, out of the same mouth, uh, we can't have blessing and cursing. We can't poison something and then expect to be blessed by it. Uh, but if we can get this right, we can have that. Like this is what needs to fix is right now, we must lift up our voice and we must speak out the promises of God. Call those things that be not as though they were. Speak unto mountains. Get some desires in our heart. And, and here's the, the beautiful thing about this is we have a helper in this regard and that the Holy Spirit is in us. 
And oftentimes when we hear this term like pray in the spirit, we, we often picture it, like especially with charismatics and Pentecostals, when they think of like praying in the spirit, all they think about is praying in an unknown tongue. But praying in the spirit is so much deeper than that. Uh, Praying in the Spirit is understanding that within you all the time is a wellspring of living water springing up unto everlasting life. That out of your belly there is already a river that is flowing. It's just tapping into that river. I'll give you an example of this. Go over to the book of Matthew. We're in Acts. Uh, Go over to the book of Matthew and let's look at chapter 26 and verse number 41. Matthew 26... And verse number 41, if I want more of this, I've got to have more of that. If I I want to see God moving more, I've got to be in position to pray more. It's not by my hands that I'm going to see that. It's not by works, lest any man could boast. It's going to be by the Spirit, and the Spirit works with words. When do you first see the Holy Spirit working? The book of Genesis, Genesis chapter one, the the Holy Spirit is there. There's chaos. Everything's not the way it should be. And God begins to speak. And as he begins to speak, what do we see? The Holy Spirit begins to work. And when the Holy Spirit begins to work, everything that is chaotic and dark and wrong is being made beautiful. By whom? The person of the Spirit. Well, why is the person of the Spirit working? Because the word is being spoken forth. Uh, And out of that word being spoken, it's putting the Holy Spirit to work to bring about that. Because this, it is that. It is the spoken word of God working. And so in our lives, we have to understand that this is the Spirit. The Spirit is is the Spirit of intercession. Uh, Zechariah said it this way, he's the Spirit of grace and supplication. He's the Spirit of grace and prayer. He helps you pray. Uh, Jesus, when he was trying to get his disciples to pray, he's like, y'all are about to go through some things. And if you want to see like grace to help you through that, it's not just going to fall on you like ripe cherries from a cherry tree. You're actually going to have, have to have some of this because this, it will be that. Uh, And so pray lest you enter not into temptation. That he says that the reason why you will succumb to temptation is you haven't had any prayer over your life in that area. Uh, that you've had a lot of self, you know, like, I, I don't want to do it. Uh, but he's like, what you need in that area, you want to see be more disciplined, is you need prayer going on in that area because this will be that. And if you want grace to make it through this temptation, it's not just enough of saying, I don't want to do it anymore. Pray over your life in that area and you will have grace for that area. And so instead of doing that, what does he, what does he find him doing? He finds him sleeping. And so he, he comes up to him when he finds him sleeping. He gives this statement. We've all said it before, but understand what it means. It's one thing to read it and know it. It's a whole other thing to understand it. Keep watching and praying. This is what Jesus said. Keep watching and praying that you may not enter into temptation. For the spirit is what? Willing and the flesh is weak. The spirit is willing. The flesh is weak. So notice, within the spirit of man, within you right now, if you're a born-again child of God, the spirit is willing to do what? What's the spirit willing to do? To pray. Uh, at every, let's go back and read it again. Verse 41. 
Keep watching and praying that you may not enter into temptation. For the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Uh, So within every one of us who's a child of God is a line of the spirit. And what's it wanting to do right now? Literally right now. Pray. The Spirit is willing to pray right now. The Spirit is willing to intercede right now. The Spirit is willing to lift up its voice and proclaim unto God the promises of God over your kids, over your family, over your life, over nations, over churches. Like, it's like, go, can we please? Like, I've got a golden doodle that, like, it, it has to be petted. Like, has to be petted. Literally, it will come up and, like, put its arm, its head under your arm and lift it up just to get your head, hand on its head. Like, it has to be. Uh, It's willing to be petted at any time, any hour, any moment of the day. It just wants your attention and doesn't care how it gets it. Like we literally are at the place now where you have to starve it. It's like, don't do it. Don't touch that dog because it's like reinforcing bad behavior. Uh, And when Kim comes over, it's a problem. Uh, And so out of this, Robert knows what I'm talking about. Uh, so, So out of this, it's like, just no, don't pet the dog. Like leave it alone but it's so willing to be petted like at any time it will force like just please pay me attention and the holy spirit within you he is the spirit of intercession and you know why he's the spirit of intercession he wants you to have more of that he wants you to see god's goodness in your life and in your family and god like being poured out over everything you need him poured out on so he's like would you please pray right now like stop complaining stop thinking and lift up your voice like there's a line in you saying pray now like the spirit is willing but you're succumbing to the flesh instead of the spirit open up your mouth Peter like he will pray for you literally right now the spirit is willing Uh, within you there's a, a line of prayer and this is this is honestly one of the things that praying in the spirit helps with because when you're praying in the Spirit, you're giving access over to the Spirit of God. And if you're, you're listening, then through that, uh, and Paul said, pray that you may under, interpret and understand what you're praying, uh, can come direction. And so, like, for example, about five years ago, I was praying regularly um, and just giving God leeway. And, like, within my heart, uh, a particular nation kept coming up over and over and over this nation would come up just through the line of the spirit well i didn't know anybody in this nation i'm just praying it out uh and this this nation would keep coming up in my heart uh and so i'd call my missionaries i'm like who's doing anything in this nation y'all know somebody in this nation like this keeps coming up in my heart like this particular nation and like, no, we don't know anybody. I'm like, okay, well, just let me know. I'm going to keep praying. And every time I'd pray, this nation would come up in my heart. And this year, I had two people call me. One of our missionaries was like, I can't go back into China. And so out of that, they canceled our visa. Like, we can't get into the nation. So we're, we're going here and we're moving to this nation. And they didn't know it, but it was the nation I'd been praying for. And they get a phone call from another missionary and they're like, hey, we're actually like putting on a conference here. where We're trying to bring in pastors like from all over the Middle East and to, to get them here in the nation. And it's the nation I was praying for. 
Uh, and, and, and out of that, they're like, you know, coming in from all over, and they're like, you know, I, you've never met this man, this man who's like hosting it. But they're like, I think you would be the perfect night speaker for all of the, the sessions. Would you be willing to do that? And I'm like, yes, I've been willing to do that. Would be willing to do it. And so we went over there, and we helped pay for this conference and bring in all these pastors. And anyway, I'm up there preaching on this very subject. And I'm like, and this is that, and just, you know, giving it my best. And it dawns on me while I'm preaching, like, wait a minute, this is that. Like what I was praying out five years ago. Like, this is that. I, I, I didn't know all the things I've been praying, but I'm praying God, like send forth laborers and God anoint your people with your spirit. And it's like, we had 281 pastors from all over the Middle East right there coming in and like they're being filled with God's spirit and completely set free. And I'm like, this is that. Uh, but here's what I'm saying. It's like, no man knows the mind of the spirit except the spirit of a man which is in him and no man knows the the mind of God except the spirit of God which is in him and that same spirit it is also in you and when you get in the spirit at all times there's a line of the spirit within you that knows exactly what to pray for at each time if you would just get still enough and get out of your head and get into your heart and find that line of the spirit within you and pray from that place you could see God do wonders you know how all this happened? Ask people who were in staff prayer. Am I wrong, Robert? This is that. We prayed all of this out. Other campus, other, other ministries given to us. This, it is that. This is literally born of the Spirit of God. And what we do after this, like knocking out that wall and expanding this thing, you'll be in that one day and we'll be like, this is that. The same thing we were praying for then is the exact same thing we're walking out now. Because this is that. You get in the Spirit. Pay attention to the Spirit and open up your mouth and pray it out. You can see miracles. One more scripture and we'll close. Book of Romans, Romans chapter 8. You all know this one. Romans chapter 8, verse 26. In the same way, the Spirit helps our weaknesses. For we do not know how to pray as we should. Uh, on the way over here, I had uh, a, a loved one come up in my heart. And just going through something, like literally came up five minutes from me walking out the door to my house and it just was concerning and I didn't know exactly how to pray as I should so I got in the car and I'm like well this is exactly why I have the Holy Spirit there's a line of the Spirit of God within me see we're too quick to pray we pray from here no 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 no, no. at all times the Spirit is willing uh, and if you'll listen, you'll know exactly, literally, at every minute of every day, what to pray. You remember what Jesus told the disciples? They're like, what do we say when we get up there? He's like, take no thought for when you get up there. Just get up there. There's a line. Did you notice, even in the book of Acts chapter 6, he tells them, like, we will give our attention to, the, to prayer and the ministry of the word. And so it wasn't just like study. It was like we will give ourselves over to the Holy Spirit because there is a line in the Spirit of exactly what to say. Because the Spirit helps us with what? Our weaknesses. Well, what is our weaknesses? We don't know what to pray. We don't know what to speak out. And so in this situation, just in my car on the way here, 
I got just real still in my heart, got real still. I'm like, Holy Spirit, what are the words? What are the words right now for this? And just immediately praying out, you know, just by the Spirit over those things and just speaking victory and life and peace and what God will do and all those types of things. But here's what I want you to see. This is in you at all times. He helps our weaknesses. Well, what are our weaknesses? For we do not know how to pray as we should. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that God will cause all things to work together for the good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. What's he saying? This, it is that. That when you get over in the spirit, he will help your weaknesses. And you pay attention to the voice of God on the inside of you. And you give voice to that voice by speaking out what you hear in your heart. You will see God begin to work all things together for the good. Even if it's not good. How many of you know the very first thing you see the Holy Spirit doing is turning what was not good into the Garden of Eden. He's very good at turning not good, dark, chaotic over into God's dwelling place. Like he's, he's act, That is his job description. He is excellent at it. Uh, but what he needs is a voice to activate him. I remember years ago, we had like a fridge and we had staff over and they were trying to get ice out of the ice maker and it kept giving them water and we're like, it's voice activated. And they're like, water. But they didn't want to, you know, say it loud because we had a lot of people there like, water. Uh, and it kept giving ice. It's like, water. It kept giving ice. We're like, you guys say it louder. They're like, water kept giving them ice. I'm like, I'm just kidding. It's not a voice activated. Everybody's looking at like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Unlike my refrigerator, um, the spirit of God, it is voice activated. And you, you need to get in the spirit over your children, get in the spirit over your job. Get in the spirit over your finances. Get, over, get in the spirit over what's going on in your family. Get in the spirit over those who are in addiction. Get in the spirit over those who are in... Don't get in the flesh. If the devil can get you up here in your mind, he will whip you every time. Take him to the spirit. Take him to your heart. Quit thinking about it and talking about it and listen to God and pray about it. Speak out that line of the Spirit. Uh, there was a man I was reading after um, who um, is in of the Greek Orthodox kind of background. And uh, the church that uh, we're going to make Word of Life Poindexter is Greek Orthodox. So I'm like, I'm just curious. And so I found this guy, though, who's known for praying. And he said something. I'm like, I like it. Here's what he said. Uh, they'll put it up on the screens. This is Bishop, the Bishop. You yourself, he's talking about prayer, must be silent. I love this. Let the prayer speak. You yourself be silent. Listen. Well, to what? There's a prayer in you. The Spirit is willing. There's a prayer there. When? At all times. 
the spirit is willing he knows what to pray for for your spouse he knows what to pray for for your job he knows what to pray for for your nation the spirit is willing so don't just rush over into prayer let the prayer speak um, he goes on listen to the voice of prayer in your own heart understanding that that this voice is not your own but another that is speaking within you uh, understand that the Spirit of God is speaking within you and listen listen to that voice and says what he says God's promises will not return to him void or without power but notice they must return back unto him and when we take what the Spirit and the Word are saying and we get an agreement with the Spirit and we get an agreement with the Word, it will send power back down to this earth and we'll look at it and be like, this is that. What I was praying for for my kids, this is that. What I was praying for for my job, this is that. What I was praying for for my health, this is that. What I was praying for for my freedom from this addiction, and, and they, this is that. I got in the Spirit. I spoke out. God God's spirit began to move. This is that. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we come before you tonight and we just thank you that in all of our lives we want a this is that moment. And so, Father, let us just practice a little bit what we, we spoke. Let us just yield to your Holy Spirit right now. And Father, we just thank you that our helper helps us pray. Father, we just declare liberty over every person tonight. Freedom over every person tonight. Free from heartache. Free from emotional trauma. Free from wounds of others. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name that you are pouring in the balm of Gilead and healing hearts, mending hearts, restoring lives in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you that, that lives and hearts that have been broken are being mended by the power of your Spirit. Father, we thank you that the weeping of sorrow will be replaced with a weeping of joy. Father, we say in Jesus' name that light will break forth unto those who have been sitting in darkness and they will come out in Jesus' name. Come out of the shadows. Come out of the grief. Come out of the sorrow. Come out of the depression. Come out in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's just stand to our feet tonight. And let's worship the Lord together. Father, we worship you. And we thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your grace. We thank you, Father, for the honor and the privilege of seeking your face. We thank you, Father, for the power of your Spirit helping us run our race. <laughs> 
find our place. Father, we love you. And we thank you, Father, for filling us with your spirit. Hallelujah. You are worthy of it all. hear this in my heart. Give me a minute of your time. Give me a pause of the heart and let me speak to you tonight. Open up your heart and listen with a listening ear and I will give you specific direction for what is ahead of you. I will show you exactly what you need to do to leave what needs to be left behind you. And you will see a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. So give me a chance and listen with a listening ear. As you draw near, it is the near who will hear. If you choose to sit back on the sidelines, there's only so much I can bring your way. But if you will draw near, the near will hear. And I will show you great and mighty things which up till now you did not know. And I will give you clarity on exactly what you need to see so that you can go. And I will enable you to leave behind you what you need to let go. Thank you, Lord Jesus. A measure of grace for the future. (laughs) A measure of grace for what's next. A measure of grace to leave behind what needs to be left behind and a measure of grace to step into what needs to be stepped into. For the time is now. A a new day, a new season is at hand. So step into the light and live. (laughs) Step into the new day and enjoy the sun rays. Thank you, Lord. Draw near, and you will hear in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Let's do that. Let's worship the Lord.